Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. It's time for another episode. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Miss Southern Shell. Shell, how's it going? It's going great. This week is our first week at school. Michael's back in school. Uh, yay, yay, yay <laughs> for school starting. I tell you, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm more excited than Michael was because we get to get back on our routine. Yeah. It's so easy to get used to sleeping late, you know, doing stuff with him through the week instead of doing our job, <laughs> what we're supposed to be doing. Because <laughs> when we work from home, man, it's tough. You know, you got a kid at home and it's, it's easy to get distracted. But now we're back focused. School's going on. He's getting his learn on. We're getting our work on. And, man, it's great. When you say sleep late you mean to 6 30 instead of 6 yeah well hey man i hate that <laughs> six o'clock alarm clock i was used to 7 7 30 getting up having a cup of coffee you know feeding him some breakfast thinking about what we're gonna do the day now it's back to the grind yeah we, we hit the hit the hit the floor at six o'clock by seven o'clock we're working hard so yeah uh, it, it keeps us on track more it's nice to have the break in the summer but school I, keeps us on track it seems like I, I don't know about you, but I get more done early in the morning. Yes. If I can, you know, before 9 o'clock, if I can get to rolling good and get those emails answered and get jump on the questions and stuff like that, gives us more time to, to create and do stuff during the day. So Yeah, when I was younger, I used to think that I worked better at night, and maybe I did, um, and I'd stay up really late. You remember, I used to stay up late at night doing work, but now I want to get up early and get it done. If it doesn't get done by 1 o'clock, it has something to do. I, th- I heard them talking about it on the radio this morning. Um, it has something to do with your younger that that levels of I don't remember if it was melatonin or whatever that is they talk about that gives you your 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 sleep clock, your sleep rhythm. Um, when you're younger, it's released at different times, so you know you you, you normally stay up later. Like ours right now, it's kicking in seven thirty p.m. <laughs> it's telling me to go to bed. But, but you know, when you're younger, you can stay up. You know, you don't get you don't get getting tired till after eleven. I mean, I yeah. we used to. You, know, you can burn the midnight oil, but oh, yeah. now if I'm not if I'm not in bed by ten, man, I'm worthless. <laughs> I still get up, but it's like I'm programmed to get up early now. I used to not have that, and I don't know if it's having a kid. I used to like if I stayed up really late at night, I, I would sleep till nine, ten o'clock in the morning. I couldn't do that now. Oh, back I remember being a teenager, man. I could sleep till noon or later. You yeah. could sleep all day back then, but now. It's like when the sun comes up, I got to get up. So we get a lot of sunlight in our bedroom too. So yeah, well that helps. That helps. Yeah, that helps. Have, but I, I hate or, the alarm clock. And Michael's got this new thing. He had to spend fifty bucks on it. It's like one of those Google Home things. He he just had to have. It's basically a a fifty dollars souped up alarm clock. <laughs> yeah. And I think it tells him jokes or something. <laughs> he can get the weather on it. I don't know. He don't have he don't have a ton of access on it. But he'll just be in there just talking to it. But hey, there's Google. And this past weekend, we had a ball party and had, I don't know, two dozen kids over to the I, house. I did a lot of parents. cooking for it. You yeah. know, I cooked, um, what, seven or eight racks of ribs. I, I bought the whole spare ribs, and I cut them down and made rib tips out of the tops, and, and I cooked those as well. You cooked those uh, different. You cooked the rib tips a little different than you did the actual ribs. I did them kind of hot and spicy. I, I mean, I, I souped them up with some just hot rub, uh, AP hot rub, and then some extra pepper on them. And didn't sauce them, didn't didn't wrap them, didn't do anything. I just cooked them until they were barky. Um, you know, this rib, the rib tips, it's kind of that breastbone area that you cut off the top of the spare ribs. 
and it has a lot of fat, a lot of connective tissue in there. But when you cook them to where they're almost, I mean, pretty much falling apart, you want those to fall apart. And I just chop them up into squares, you know, it, it, just it, little pieces. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're pretty much riblets, I guess you'd call them. <laughs> Is <laughs> that what riblets good. are? Uh, riblets are, they, they, they take the spare ribs and they cut them cross section. They're oh, cut, okay. you know, they just kind of split them into little bones. But these were good. The rib, if you don't don't throw those rib tips away, man. Throw them on that smoker whenever you're cooking something else. And we even chopped them up and put them in the beans. Yeah, I pull I I pulled the meat off the cartilage and bone on those rib tips and used them in our baked beans because we did really traditional barbecue. We did pulled pork. You did ribs, uh, baked beans, coleslaw. Yeah, we well I did some smoked oh. sausage for yeah. you. You got to do sausage and cheese. That's a that's the easy go to start start everybody on it. It's your appetizer. And you, all, all we do is get a cutting board, uh, buy a bag of those cheese cubes from the grocery store, Sam's, throw them on there, pile it up with some smoked sausage that you've uh, kind of sliced. You know, throw it on the smoker. Don't do anything to pleasing. it. Country pleasing smoked sausage. I, I need to get I need to get them to pay me for for, for <laughs> them. I can buy a lot of that stuff at Kroger. But uh, uh, sprinkle a little rub over it. Throw out some peppers and pickles and crackers and toothpicks. I mean, you got an easy appetizer that, that folks love. Yeah. It's always the first thing to go. I mean, it's just easy to walk by there and grab you a sausage and Several people cheese. were like, this sausage is delicious. Did you make it? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it's coming soon. I tell you, I'm fixing it. This, this uh, fall and winter, I'm working on my sausage-making skills. I've got a few ideas of some some different kinds of seasonings I want to use, and and make more of that traditional uh, smoked sausage like that country please, and that's like a it's a homemade style, old fashioned country recipe that that you would make at home, um, and I think that's man, I, I can't wait to try. I've got the stuffer, I've got the grinder, I've got I've got everything to do it, all the spices to make the seasoning. I just got to sit down and and do it. You know, when um, I was a kid, my grandparents and my and my uncles and my father would. Uh, do smoked sausage. They'd slaughter a hog and process it and, and um, do smoked sausage, but they would hang it in the smokehouse. So how are you going to smoke your sausage? Well, it's a lot the same way. Well, yeah, see, the smokehouse, what works with it, because it's a low temp and you keep it in there a long time, and you, and so you have to take, yeah, well, I mean, it, it does produce some heat, but you need about, the way I'm going to do it, you have to take it through stages. So you have to, you know, of course you got to mix your sausage up, put all the, you know, all the ingredients in there, a little bit of the Instacure, the pink salt, get it in a casing, and then you got to let it hang out in the refrigerator for overnight just to, for all those flavors to come together. And then you put it in the smoker, and you start it out low, like 140. And your goal temp is to take it to about 160, something like that, but we're going to take it there slow. So you start it out low, and then you bump the temperature up after an hour and a half, two hours or so, and you bump it up again to that final temp until your internal gets there. And then you take it out and just kind of let it dry again. It's not ready to go yet. You have to put it put it back in the refrigerator, let those casings kind of dry out. It's going to, you know, draw out some of that moisture, and then it's ready to package up. And um, what I'll end up doing is, at that point, you can vacuum seal it, freeze it, or you can put it back on the grill, but it's a grilling sausage. Um, it's been preserved, but I, I, I would always, the way I do it, I cook with it. You know, I'll throw it on the smoker. Uh, split it open, cook it in a skillet, and cook it just like you would a smoked sausage. But yeah. it's old-fashioned, you know, country-style smoked sausage. So what's the smoke time on that, on average? Mm, it's probably going to be about four or five hours slow okay. when I when I take it, you know, take it through there. It's, but it's not hard. I, my plan is to use that old hickory 
and to, to rig me up some uh, rods to go on the, take the racks out and rig me up some rods, the dowels, yeah, to go so across the slides. Yeah. So it'll kind of hang. And then I'm just going to hang it in there and just keep a low fire. It's not going to take much much coals. Uh, you know, just a few a few pieces of charcoal in there will hold it low and just hold it through the temps. And it's really better to do it in cooler temps. You know, you that's why the fall or... Yeah, oh yeah, it's going to have some smoke to it. I mean, I'll put some coals in there, get a little bit of coals going, then throw a chunk of wood in there to produce some smoke. And, and you can experiment with the different And this, this is, I mean, I plan to do some videos with it too. Once yeah. I, you know, I got to get it down first. I don't want to go into it blind because I've never done, you know, smoked sausage. I've never cased yeah. it like that. Uh, you can do some fresh. I mean, I've got some ideas to do like some, brat, my own bratwurst or something like that. It's all, it's all work in progress stuff. Just really, I want to do some with some uh, deer too because it's going to be deer season. We're already seeing some on our cameras. I got, you know, make it a little hit list. Got one picked out for Michael to shoot. And, <laughs> and it's going to be a, hopefully a, a good uh, fall winter. Yeah. I'm excited about the smoked sausage. We're going to clear our schedule and um, get to making some sausage. Yeah, I've got stuff to make the summer sausage. And some jerky. And some, some jerky. Stuff. Man, I've, yeah. yeah, I've got it all. I've got some ideas going now. Well, um, so we did two recipes this week. Yeah. And man, both of them were great. You know, I was, I always have a list going of what, I, of, you know, ideas and I hadn't done some chicken in a while. And so I was looking through my list, what I have for chicken going and I run across my Nashville hot chicken. I said, you know what? That was hot. I guess it was last year, whatever KFC started yeah. doing. Their, well, it's been hot their for bush. a couple of years. It's been trendy. It. I, yeah. meant, I meant to do it back then and it just got on my list and pushed down. I never did do it. So I said, you know what? I got to thinking I'm going to do nashville hot chicken but i'm going to do and i wanted to do some biscuits with it because you know chicken and biscuits i think it goes now in nashville they always just serve it with like loaf bread uh some dill pickles and that's it it's just this fried greasy super spicy chicken and you can get it mild medium whatever heat level you want i i'm not like a chili head you know i like it spicy i like a little spice but i don't want it to hurt me the next day you want to enjoy your faith <laughs> yeah. yeah and so that's what i went for and you know i had to do it on the grill i was trying to to mimic that fried chicken style but do it on the grill um and so the you know weber with the vortex set up get those high heats going where the skin will get crispy um most of the time those guys that are doing fried chicken they're doing some kind of buttermilk hot sauce marinade um you know they're getting all that flavors in there like that but i didn't want to get it too wet so i just kind of souped up some AP, made it spicy, got some heat from that seasoning. And then I'll kind of let that sit on there a little bit while the Weber came up to temp. And then I just put it on around the Vortex. I mean, it's easy to cook on that Vortex. Well, tell me about the Vortex a little bit. Let's oh, talk about that. All the Vortex is, and people ask this all the time, it's just a metal like ring. If you think of a charcoal chimney. It's like a pyramid or something. <laughs> hey, well, it kind of tapers up. You know, it's yeah. got a wider bottom than it does the top. So it's kind of cone shaped. Yeah, it's cone. And you put it down in the bottom of the Weber. And um, I used to have just the large size, but after I did that video with it, everybody said, because the Vortex was new to me. But everybody said, man, why, you know, it's going to burn the bottom of your Weber out. Get the, you know, get the right size. And so I went back and looked, and I was like, well, I'm supposed to have a small one. You had so the large. I had the large. Well, it's like me when I ordered it. I didn't know. I ordered it from, uh, I think, Big Papa's website. And I, it didn't say, you know, what size to get. So, yeah. Me thinking, well, I'm gonna get the large. I'm, I'm a large guy. I'm small. gonna, yeah. I'm not small. Small's good. Yeah, large small. is better. That's right. So, but anyway, I went. So I got the small, 
And we actually sell these now on our website. We yeah. picked them up because I used it, and I was like, man, this thing's awesome. I'm going to contact them and see if they'll. It's Thunderdome Barbecue that actually. Is that who it is? Yeah, that, well, that you know, sense. so we buy them from them, and then we resell them on our website. They, You know, they have people, different people that sell them all over the country. And um, I think it's a great product. It's yes. a super simple idea. I mean, you could, you could, if you've got any kind of welding skill or sheet metal working, you could probably make one because there's nothing to it. But it works so good because it throws that heat up in that dome of the Weber, and then it comes down around, and I'm, I don't know what the temp gets. It pegs that dial out. You know, my little Weber's got that, I think it goes to 650, maybe 700, but it, it, it's wrapped, you know. So it's super hot, and you're not cooking over the fire. The only thing I put right over the fire is a piece of wood, and that wood just kind of, the air is so controlled in it that it doesn't ever... Um, flame unless you leave the lid open. The wood just sits there and smolders, gives you all the smoke you need, and then it's getting whatever you're cooking on it uh, really, really crispy. And so it's perfect for chicken. And chicken wings on there, man, they're awesome. Yes. And that's why I wanted to do the thighs. And so it took, what, 40 minutes, I think, from start to finish. On, once, once it hit the grill, I was 175. Some of those smaller pieces got you a little rotated bit. rotated once. Yeah, halfway you through. You didn't flip. You just kind of rotated yeah, and, for even cooking. And I found, even cooking chicken wings, I, you don't really have to rotate. The bottom cooks just as well. Um, I think the skin gets just, better by leaving it up the whole time. And that's what kind of makes it a little bit crispy. So I mean, it's not going to get deep fried crispy, but it is. It is really dry. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I love the texture it gets. And I'll tell you what, the, that chicken just alone without dipping it in the sauce would have been excellent. I didn't eat a piece because I dipped all of it. But what makes that Nashville hot chicken is that spicy sauce. And it's, it's similar to a wing sauce, I would guess, but it's a little more oilier. Yeah. Because, um, so I started with some hot sauce, and then I add some butter. That's, you know, traditional hot wing sauce. But then you add some canola oil in it, and then you, you really put some spices to it because it almost has like a, not a grittiness, but you can taste the seasoning in it. The seasoning has texture in that sauce. And so I used some more of that, you know, hot and spicy AP mixture that I mixed up. Added some more cayenne. Added some more paprika. And then I added some brown sugar just to kind of mellow Is it out. Is that traditional? Because well, I think I don't know. I mean, I I, I did it just to kind of gives you balance. The, yeah. the brown it sugar sweet at it all. makes it a little darker color too. It gives me that dark red by you know putting it in that sauce, and it does balance it out, so it's not so acidic. Because you know that hot sauce got a lot of vinegar in it, and it just balances it a little bit. If you wanted to make it, man, I could see a a honey Nashville hot sauce. You, Ooh, could, you could yeah. go, you could do a lot of different things with that kind of chicken sauce. It but would it make a really sweet. good. The sauce wasn't sweet at all. No, but you could make it sweet. Like yeah. If you wanted to do a Thai style, you could do, use like, you know, I, there's all kinds of ways you could go with that sauce. Yeah. But man, it was good. And so I served it instead of, instead of loaf bread or white bread, I, I did a blue cheese biscuit and that was a whole nother recipe. And that was one, I, I just been wanting to do biscuits for a while. My mom taught me how to make biscuits. I have her recipe and that was pretty much it. Except I did the blue cheese. I wanted a savory biscuit, and that was kind of my take on it. It was just all I did was take a regular biscuit recipe, add some blue cheese crumbles, <laughs> and then at the end brush it with a little melted butter and parsley. But that was a good dinner biscuit, you oh, know. Gosh, yeah. And it, it, with chicken, whoo man, that was good. Yes, the biscuit was better than like uh, Red Lobster. That's about the only thing. Yeah, that's what. That, that's what a good way yeah. to compare it to like. Something you get at a seafood restaurant, like those red lobster biscuits that everybody yeah. gives away. The cheese biscuits <laughs> yeah. or whatever they are. It Man, was, and it was hey, really can, good. If you don't like blue cheese, substitute out some cheddar. That would be a good cheddar. It'd be a good cheddar biscuit. Yeah. Any of that would go with. 
I just was thinking chicken, blue cheese, you know, you dip it, you know, dip hot wings or a saucy chicken and blue cheese. It you can make a ranch. Cheesy. You can make a ranch biscuit. You could add some ranch seasoning to it, you know. Uh, you might could use ranch dressing instead of the buttermilk. I've never played with that, but I got some ideas on some biscuits. <laughs> but I did it on my Memphis grill, and that's a new one. I had that's the very first uh, I guess recipe style video I've done on that grill. I've been cooking on it. I've had it, I guess I got it back right at the beginning of the summer. Mm -hmm. And so in I've May, been, I think, yeah, yeah. I had a, I've only been playing with it, cooking some dinners, cooking a few things on it to see how it does. And man, that pellet grill is a beast. <laughs> but it is expensive as heck. I mean, they're, they are really, really, I mean, well, it's, a, it's more of a custom high end, somebody that's got a souped up outdoor kitchen mm -hmm. that wants a, you know, a really nice grill, uh, pellet grill in it. I mean, it's the fit and finish on it, man. It's 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 like a sports car. It's like a high end import sports car or something like that. You think it's a Maybach? Yeah, it's a Maybach. It's the Maybach. Yeah, it's the Maybach of pellet grills. It really is. It but, has a lot of space. You could cook a. You could probably cook two briskets. Oh shoot! I bet you could get four whole bri whole packer briskets on that thing. That's the most space yeah. anybody in their backyard would probably need. Yeah, and it would fit perfect for that. I mean, it's a, that's the thing's an investment. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think it was what forty five hundred bucks or something oh, like really? that. Oh yeah, really? It's high. Does it come with all the accessories? Mm, every I guess everything you need to get cooking. Yeah. I mean, it comes with some pellets and that's well, all you need. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about the meat probes. Oh yeah, the it, it has plate, a, you know the uh, what's it has a sear plate that you can pop in to cook steaks on. And now it, I hadn't tried it yet, but uh, but I was told, and they claim that you can cook up to 700, 750 degrees on it uh, with the lid open. They don't recommend doing that with the <laughs> lid closed. That's way too much heat and pressure to build up with the lid closed. But you can use it just like a grill. Uh, with that plate and the the hopper system on it's great the control unit on it's really cool i mean i like the grill yeah i'm gonna be using it some more uh you know i've got what three pellet grills now i've got the yoder which is my tank grill i mean it's a you know it's, it's hardcore <laughs> it's, it's old school i mean it's an old school pellet grill it's built like a stick burner i mean it, it works it, they have cooked on them they you know the it's a, it's a great pellet grill technically you have two yoders i do well uh I got three, really, but oh, you're not supposed to know about that. You, you know about <laughs> them, but just forget about them. That's the best thing. But anyway, so I got that. I got my Traeger that I've used a lot, too. Michael loves the Traeger. That's, he's kind of taken my Traeger over as his grill. I showed him how to, you know, how to clean it out, how to turn it on, how to start it. Now he's he'll just go cook anything. He'll yeah. fire it up. He's wanting these. I mean, he, he, I've even got him seasoning ribs and throwing them on and <laughs> he likes telling his buddies when they come over <laughs> I cook this on, you know, I'll cook this on this grill and he'll go show them and all that so that's pretty cool <laughs> but now I got this Memphis grill to play with too so so I'm going to be working some recipes in on that yeah. and um, we'll have I just some like videos of uh, the Memphis wood fire grill um, coming up yeah I shot a few like, I, I mean, you know how we do introductory videos just about the grill how to clean it a little bit how to start it stuff like that Yeah. Um, what, what I plan to do is and this you know how to barbecue rights always developing we're always coming up with ideas and so for each of my little grill sections um, we've done it with the egg we've done it with a few other the grills just just has a little bit of introductory how to about it so yeah. with pellet grills there's a pellet grill out there for everybody I mean there's you know there's some lower end models there's some mid range models and there's some high range models so that, I just want to have a little bit of all of them so the Memphis grill is at the high end it to me it's probably the number one high end 
pellet grill. Uh, mid-range, yeah. there's a lot of good mid-range grills. And the introductory ones, I've, I've never really cooked on any of the, you know, the, the I would, what I call them as novice or introductory pellet grills. But you're seeing a lot of them. Um, you know, the, heck, they've got infomercials. I know I've seen Traeger's. Uh, what's it, Camp Chef, all those are pellet chefs. There's a whole bunch of them on there now on yeah. TV. If the pellet... you get bored one night, just put it on one of those infomercials <laughs> and it'll put you to sleep. The, uh, Might see some folks on there you know. Shout yeah. out to Danielle. The, um, Matt. If the one. pellet grill is for you, you can definitely find one in your budget at this point. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, there, There's so many. And that's what I tell people. A lot of people, man, pellet grills isn't cooking. You know, you're not getting good smoke flavor. You know, it's... It's cheating or whatever. I think they're great to get started with. Anybody that's you know um, want that that wants that's interested in cooking barbecue or smoking or loves being outside, loves cooking outside. They may not want to be uh, want to start a fire. They might not you know want to get into the long hours it takes. Pellet grills are set and forget. Great way to get your wife's involved cooking because I mean, even you know you you'd, you'd rather go out and fire a pellet grill than you had anything just because it's easy. I yeah. mean, you know, it's not intimidating at all. Yes. And I mean, I love it. it gets people you know cooking and talking about barbecue. Yeah. So there's definitely hey, you look at the market, the pellet grill market's huge now. So they're selling them for a reason because they work. Yeah, I mean, they're they're great grills, they're not probably uh, they're not the grill that's going to give you the best flavor. Well, yeah. if you're wanting more authentic, they're good, but, I mean, if you're wanting authentic smoke flavor, you know, real, real deal barbecue. Get your I'm cylinder not gonna say, yeah. and some chicken wire. Hey, no, man, get you a drum. Get you a drum. Drum's where it's at at home. Well, um, you know, we, I wanted to talk real quick about our app. Well, wait, hold on. Let me back up. First, let me ask you, was there anything you changed on your recipes this week? No, man, those are... Heck no, I'm gonna cook those again. Well, I'm gonna say th- thighs are really good. I'd like to do it with some some different pieces, like some uh, some chicken breast or some legs oh, wings. or wings. Yeah, I mean I, I, that's what I I probably would have done just all thighs. It worked good for the video because the way I was doing it on the you know the biscuit like that, I thought it looked cool. And thighs are great. You like you like thighs. Yeah, you thighs prefer are the best thighs. Way. Usually, if I go out and get order chicken, I'm ordering chicken breast just. I like our wings. Wings are probably my favorite. I just don't piece, understand this. To me, the breast is dry and tasteless. <laughs> if it's cooked right, it's not. It's the best piece of chicken. How's it not? The thigh is the best piece. It's fatty. It's dark. It's rich. Yeah, so dark meat. <laughs> you say it's greasy, but the one thing that I would say, and and this is might have been my fault too, is it was hot, and you know our thighs had hit temp, and they were completely done. And you said, well, should I take them a little higher, you know, because they are thighs? And um, and I said, oh, no, we can get them on off. You know, let's get them on off. And uh, after we ate them, I, I think that they could have gone a few minutes longer. Because you can take a, high, a thigh oh, yeah. up to 200 degrees. You're in degrees. a contest. Yeah, we'll take 190, 195 all day long. So you're more forgiving with them. You ain't going to do that with chicken breast. Mm-mm. Wings, you can take them a little higher. Because there's just not much to them, and I like it when the bones just slide right out. That's yeah. how I like a wing. I don't want I don't want a whole lot of resistance. And that's the thing with the thigh is it didn't it had a, a little more resistance. So I probably would have taken them up a little higher. That'd been the only thing. But the sauce was delicious. there wasn't any left. Yeah, the biscuits were so good because they were like you said they were a savory biscuit, but they didn't taste like too blue cheesy. 
You know, if somebody didn't really like blue cheese, they probably still would have really liked that biscuit. They probably wouldn't have known it was in there. They yeah. just thought they were really good buttermilk biscuits. If they tasted cheesy, and they tasted tangy, and they tasted, they were delicious. Put a little I, salted butter on it. I'll tell you what I would do next time. I probably wouldn't buy the little tub of crumble blue cheese. I would buy, you know, just a nice wedge of blue cheese and crumble it myself to get the more, more of a blue cheese flavor, yeah. yeah. That's probably it. We we use kind of your more basic blue cheese instead of a real strong blue cheese. I like blue cheese. I can eat the stinkier the better. I, yeah. I think it's good. But uh, As I get older, I, I can I can do stronger cheese. I don't know <laughs> what it is. If I'm, <laughs> I don't know if my taste buds are changing for the better or worse, but I like strong cheese. But it, it was an excellent recipe. And you combine those two things together. And I'm not even that big of a fan of Nashville hot chicken because the sauce is sometimes too greasy and too hot. But I think you used butter and oil. It kind of made it, it better. And you added that little touch of sweetness to it. Balanced it out. Excellent recipe. Excellent. Yeah, you got to try that sauce. It's yeah. really good. I want you to do it on some wings, some whole wings. Oh, yeah. that's, that's I'm going to do some Nashville wings. In fact, I may do it for one of these ancillary contests because I think that would yeah. be a good one. And you could just bring the sauce and heat it up and dip those wings and roll. And have a blue cheese sauce to go with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just set up your vortex, cook them on the vortex. Season them, cook them on the vortex just like you did. Dip them, throw them in the box. Easy as that. Get you a Get a check. <laughs> Get a check. Get a check. <laughs> All right. So back to the app. So. It's a long time coming, but I wanted to take a second to talk about our app, the How to Barbecue Right app. We we, we've been talking about it for a long time, years. and man, I didn't know how hard it was <laughs> to <laughs> to make an app. I mean, we really didn't want it to do a whole lot other it's than... It's basically the website, just a little more searchable. Yeah. Well, I think it's simple. I, I downloaded it on my iPad, and it works so smooth that you don't get all the lag that sometimes I get on the computer, because it seems like... When you open up the website, that it's just it's, it can slow down. I don't know yeah. if it's some of the you know the you try to put stuff on the sidebars and the way websites are set up, they're set up for some ads and you have to have some of that. But it it's so much information on a website, it slows down the load. Well, the app, I guess it just pulls the pieces it needs and it makes it more readable to me. It just looks better and it's heck, a, I couldn't it's, be happier. to me. It's more searchable too. Our problem was finding somebody to work with us. Yeah. I mean, that was what was hard because we're not app builders at all. I don't. I mean, it's very technical. Building an app is very technical. Just getting it to the stores and getting them to approve it after we had somebody do all the work was was a challenge. Yeah, we had to do a lot of research on that because they pretty much just okay. Here it is. <laughs> you, here's your stuff. Now you get it bunch, up. Yeah, yeah, they gave us a bunch of ones and zeros. Yeah, they gave us the ones and zeros and said. This is this is all the attachments you need on this email. There'll be a dozen attachments, and then you gotta you gotta send it in. And I was like, "What? How are we gonna do this?" So you know what I did? YouTube. <laughs> how to how to look? But no, we finally got it. We figured it out. We contacted contacted the Google, contacted <laughs> Siri. <laughs> then we got it on both the iTunes store. The iTunes store was actually easier. Than the Google Play Store. Yeah, the iTunes Store was super easy. The Android was. They had the just some hoops. Reading the dead terms and agreement to all that stuff and all the different things you can can't do and I didn't know if we were doing them or not. I just said I just want my app to work. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. But it's really cool. It's the How to Barbecue Right app. You can find it um, in the App Store, uh, Android and iPhone. But it's super. All it is is pretty much the recipes. 
uh, very searchable. And that's and, pretty much and it. And you play your video. But see, what's cool about it, you don't, you don't have to go to YouTube. You can click on the videos and it opens in there. It, it does open YouTube, yeah. but it doesn't give you, like it's not like opening your YouTube player. At least it's yeah. not like on mine. And it's it, it goes to playing right there. And there's a link to our shop. Uh, so if you, you link know, to the podcast, yeah, link to the podcast, uh, link to all our, our social media feeds, mm-hmm. Instagrams there, Twitters there, Facebooks there. So it's pretty much. So you can click on that and follow us. It's your it's your, it's your one stop place to get in touch with and follow how to barbecue everything right. how to barbecue right yeah. Yeah. and it's free. <laughs> we don't charge for it. <laughs> but it's no ads, no. Yeah. Information, you know, it's. Just simple. It's about as simple as I think it turned out great. Yeah. I mean, you might not like it, but I think it turned out great. It was exactly what I envisioned an app that, that for us that what it could do. So we were real happy with it. So this weekend... And it was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we That's had a budget. Yeah, yeah, we had one. a budget, and then we quickly blew that budget, and we set another budget, and then we quickly blew that one. So it's been a long time coming. Um, we probably started on this app like we we wanted to build an app for years and we talked about it and we put stuff on paper but we actually started the process with a developer at the start of the year mm-hmm. and it took yeah 8 months yeah. really to get it completely done and launched on both platforms 8 months yeah and it's a super simple app yeah. <laughs> i can't imagine what it would be to do something complicated but we got what we wanted and we're happy and Check it out. Yeah, check it out, man. It's a good app. So I think you'll like it. <laughs> so this weekend we have um, barbecue live, which is your barbecue class. It's a competition barbecue class. Well, it's it's kind of our uh, Mark Lambert, sweet swan of mine, yeah. my brother Waylon, and me. Um, we we've been doing man. I don't know how many I don't know how many years we've done barbecue live, but we've done a bunch of them. And we usually do two a year. This is the second this year. We always do one in the winter and the fall. And I guess you call this fall, late summer. And um, we do KCBS barbecue style. And it's a competition class. It's not, it's not, um, it's not really. It's all KCBS. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a class to come to just to see how to cook barbecue. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not like the website at all. It's all, it's the four main categories of KCBS cooking. We show you kind of both perspectives or we jump in and. And you get two different teams' uh, views on how to do stuff. Uh, we go through everything from trimming the meat to where we sourced it to all the seasons and marinades and injections, everything we use to, to get paid at KCBS <laughs> to <laughs> win. You go over the cooking process and how to trim it, how to uh, slice it when it comes off, how to build those blind boxes, you know. And, and that's what makes it not so not as good for somebody who's not in competition barbecue because... You know, you do aggressive trimming, you do aggressive seasoning. and. and oh, yeah, it's all geared towards winning a yeah. contest. And it's not like what you do at home. So we, we do get people that come to it that are, you know, first-time barbecues. They just want to come and, and see what we're cooking and all that. And they're probably a little lost. Because <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're not familiar with the KCBS style of barbecue, you're, not, you're, you're probably not going to, you know, know what we're doing, a lot of it. Because it's, I mean, it's... This is, this is about how to win a barbecue. That's what we designed it for. And it's really a, a way for somebody getting started in KCBS to get ahead of the curve. Yeah. That's, that's how exactly we started. I mean, that's why we started the class. Uh, we try to go to classes every year. And that's yeah. something competition that... Competition barbecue classes are like a, a, a thing in the competition world. They're not as prominent as they used to be, but... Um, there's a bunch of them still. I mean, I, 
I still see them. We hadn't. We didn't go to one last year. Did we go to a class last year? Mm -mm. Not really. Last year. We were so busy. We didn't make one. I try to go to at least one every year. And I've been to you know I've been to we've been to Clark Cruise class. We've been to Port Choppers class. We've um, man, that's just two that jump off the top of my head. But we've we've been I've, to several. I've wanted to go to Tuffy's class. Tuffy's yeah, that was class. one I'd love to go to. That's on my list still. Um, so I'd I'd like to get up to Virginia and go to that class. But uh, so let's talk about com kind of competition barbecue classes for a second. We'll also talk about non-competition classes. But well, Malcolm, tell me your experience going to other people's competition barbecue class. What's your experience as an attendee? Well, I, you know, just like anything, I go to learn. If I'm going to a class, it's it's not necessarily I'm wanting to learn exactly what spices or sauces or rubs, you know, that they're using. I'm not, not trying to copy them. I'm going to learn one thing. If I take away one thing that's different than what I'm doing. Or that, something new that you didn't know. Yeah, something new that I didn't know. I feel like it's worth my investment. Now, the experience, I go to have a good time, too. I mean, you know, most these class, it's not it's like, networking it's not school, little, you know. Yeah. This, this, these are barbecues fun. It's supposed to be a good time. I mean, you know, so we went with uh, Mark and Jamie from Swine Life. They went with us to uh, Clark's, Clark Cruise, Travis Clark's class. In Oklahoma. Over in Oklahoma. And man, whew, that was an adventure. <laughs> Wayland was driving, <laughs> Wayland was driving the, the Toyota van. Man, I think everybody got car sick. Well, I didn't get, I saw I ride Wayland everywhere. His driving didn't bother me. But both Williams boys was car sick. You got a little car sick. You know, we were stopping, letting everybody puke, and, <laughs> and but that was just going. That was just getting there. And we got there. And I was like, man, we gotta have <laughs> something's gotta change. And so we went and bought some whiskey, got y'all feeling better, and snuck it into the class. You really didn't sneak it in. Yeah, but, I just but, kept it in my purse because I uh, like. We don't want everybody. Thinking, I like having purse whiskey. Yeah, you can't. We gotta have a little purse whiskey. <laughs> but, but but yeah, no, we had a good time. Uh, the class like is a always fun. Class. We drove straight to Oklahoma. This has been several years ago, yeah. too. It's, what, three years ago, maybe? Yeah, we did the Friday night, stayed one night in the hotel, did the Saturday, packed back up, drove back. Yeah. <laughs> Made it home, like, 3 o'clock in the Y'all ate drama mean the whole way home, too, just so you <laughs> yeah. get sick. Drama mean will miss Wayland you. Waylon is not that bad of a driver. Y'all, I don't know what's wrong with folks. But uh, I ride with him everywhere. He's never bothered me. I think you're just used to it. Think that's what it is? Yes. I don't know. But, <laughs> well, usually he's pulling a trailer. I'm not saying he's a bad driver. I'm saying he's... Fast and reckless. I mean, he treats it like a NASCAR. You exactly. Saw him, you saw him driving that, driving that van around that the Bristol track. He dives it in there, runs up on somebody just to go around them. Oh. But uh, so at the competition barbecue classes, the whole premise is that uh, they take the four meats, which in KCBS it's chicken, ribs, pork, and brisket. So you go through the process of cooking these four meats for the purpose of putting in this little blind box and turning it into the judges. Um, tickets are usually anywhere between, what, $300? I, I see, yeah, you see some classes. $300 yeah. to 1000 That's a good range, somewhere in there. Most are around six, seven hundred. Yeah. That's average. It just depends on some of them are, you know, one-day classes. Some of them are two-day classes. Yeah. The two days are typically, uh, you know, in the six, five to $700 range. Yeah. You know, I've seen some of them up as high as 1000 But you can expect when you go to a class... To um, you know, see it all. I mean, that's the, that's what I look a for. A good class. I like yeah. you know. I, I take good notes. I try to you know pay attention. I, uh, I want to watch how they trim. I want to hear the, hear them talk about you know how they uh, get ready to build the boxes. That's probably that's the money part of the class to me. Seeing, I mean, 
how they finish. Rubs and sauces, there's not a ton of difference, and there's so many good ones out there. Uh, but how you finish that box is where you make your money in KCBS. I mean, you got to do everything leading up to it. You got to go through the processes, you know, all the steps and timeline and all that. But putting the actual finished product in a blind box and sending it in, that's where you, that's where you, that's where you learn to win. Yeah. And once you see people do that and see what they're thinking and how they finish it, that's, I mean, that's where you're going to get those calls in KCBS. And so that's what I like to see. And, you know, when we were coming up in KCBS, there were no classes. Nobody was giving I didn't, that information We didn't know anybody would do it, yeah. yeah. And we, people might say, oh, that's an expensive, you know, $700, 800 900 you know, that's expensive to go and take a barbecue class, but you spend that when you go and cook a barbecue contest and if you're getting your um, tail handed to you every weekend. I, I, I hear what you're saying there. It's yeah. worth the investment <laughs> to me, and that's that's my thinking. No, it is. I mean, it's, right now it's costing, I mean, if you're buying a, a Wagyu brisket, you know, and, and all this and everything else to go with it, you're going to spend a thousand bucks almost to cook a contest. Yes. And for what you get out of a class, it's going to put you way ahead. I mean, you know, especially when you're first starting. Skip out. a couple contests, we... take a class, and then get ready to go get that money back the next time you cook. That's what <laughs> that's what I do with them. You know, yeah. I, and it's to me, I mean, not that you're going to come out and win grand every single time. Well, we've had but, some people that take our class and did that. Hey, they beat us. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's true. You, it's going to put you in a better position to where if you take somebody's class, you should get a call. Next time out, you should be up there. You should at least be in top ten, and. Vying for, you know, you get a few more under your belt, you're going to be up there winning grands. Yeah. And usually when you go to a class, there's one, everybody's got something they're struggling with, you know, and, and sometimes it's chicken and then you get on a good straight with chicken and it'll become ribs that you struggle with. So when you go to a class, you usually have that one thing that you're struggling with that you want to find out how they're doing it to try to get you over that hump. Oh, know? yeah. The, the biggest thing to take away from a class is to, to learn, you know, Pick up on the processes and then go home and practice that. You can't just go get somebody's recipe at a class, write down everything they say, and then go to a contest and think you're fixing to duplicate it. Yeah. No, they didn't do it. That you think they did it that way? You think they made it up and did it that one time before they come to class and taught it? No. This is hours and hours and contest after contest of doing it to 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 come up with these steps and procedures of how to do it. So you've got to put that time in too. It's going to change you to the your way of thinking about. Bar, uh, competition barbecue when you take one and it's going to put you on you're going to see how somebody else does it and they're going to give you some processes for how to do it and you got to go put that into action you got to duplicate it i mean not necessarily duplicate it verbatim exactly you put your twist on it but you got to put in those hours to get it right yeah I mean, you can't just see somebody build a blind box and say oh i can build a blind box i mean that takes some skill that's the, i mean to me that's the, the the biggest part of it being able to put that meat in that box yeah, That's why Waylon does it for us. He's, I mean, he's got that architectural mind. That's what he does for a living, and he translates that to building the boxes that he builds. Everything's precise and in there. You know, it's just the beautiful boxes, and that's what it. That's what it takes being able to do stuff like that. Yeah, um, and then you also have the the kind of not uh, the flip side of competition barbecue classes, which is just kind of a regular barbecue class. Um, it's what we call the backyard barbecue class. Yeah, and I don't really do. I mean, <clears throat> I like I like showing people how to cook. Don't get me wrong; that's what I do. I teach people, or I want to, you know, show people how I do recipes, show them how to cook. But I want to do more of like demo style stuff. Kind of take what we're doing in videos, recipes, 
and go places and do that. That's kind of where I see and do how about if you write going. I don't want to call them classes at all. It's not a class. It's just a, it's just a dem demonstration. You know, where you come out, or heck, I don't care if you call it a tasting, whatever it is. <laughs> but I want to show people, you know, how to cook, introduce them to, you know, the style, the grill, the recipe, taste the meat. Yeah. Show them that they can do this stuff too at home. That's what I think. That's where I want to. That's where I want to go with what we're doing, and, and then, I, we're working towards it. You know, we've got some opportunities to, to you know, we're, we're trying to schedule it out and and get get some stuff working to where we can go out and visit some of the barbecue stores or smaller, you know, small business type places where they, where it would be beneficial for them to to have you know try to draw a crowd to them. Actually, I mean that's what I want to do. Yeah. And, and have classes that are not so much of a time commitment, not so much of a financial commitment. Yeah, they're not two days. I'm not talking two days. I'm talking three hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. Two or three hours long enough to show somebody how to cook a brisket. And, I mean, of course, I'm going to have to have some of it cooked, at, you know, already going to where it's coming oh, yeah, off staged. at the right time. Yeah, yeah. staged. But that's that's what I want to do. Yeah, and there's several people that are doing classes like that. Oh right yeah, there's got a bunch of guys doing it, and that's why that's what's got me wanting to do it. So in the near future, we might have some uh, barbecue classes lined up around around the country, because really we kind of want to go and do a little traveling. Yeah, that's why. That's one reason why <laughs> I want to. Well, you know, so we sell, you know we sell, we wholesale our rubs and sauces. There's a lot of little stores and stuff selling them around the country, heck, around the world. Yeah. And I want to go out and visit some of them. There's some, you know, places I'd like to go. I've never been out to California. I'd love to go out there and do some kind of demos or some small classes or something. Um, so we're that's that's another thing. That's how I pitched it to you, Shell. <laughs> do you want to go do some traveling and see some places? <laughs> well, guess what? We're gonna but, do some barbecue demos too. <laughs> it's very common for like barbecue shops, like local barbecue shops, to bring in people. It might be some local guys, you know, doing small demos and small barbecue classes. But if you have a barbecue shop in your area, go check them out. Go see if they have anything lined up. They do a lot of stuff, especially in the in the spring and in the summer. You know, they do a lot of demos on Saturdays and Sundays and even during the night, you know, during the weeknight. Yeah, so, so you can... Hopefully, expect to see us traveling around next year. So <laughs> we're going to try at least do a few. You know, we're yeah. going to dabble in it and see how we like it. Um, it's it is hard with our schedule and having a kid and all that. So that's that's been the trouble we're going we found to work it into our schedule. But yeah. we're going to do some. I don't know if they're going to be mini vacations or what, but it's going to be. Well, you know, a weekend trip. Working yeah. weekend trip. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe a working a, weekend trip. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to back off of a few contests. Send Waylon out solo, and then we'll have to go do some demos or something. I don't know. I I think it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Something different, you know. Yeah. Take um, a show on the road. <laughs> <laughs> so what else are we talking about today, Shell? You got a list worked up for us. Well, what's on deck? I thought we'd talk about what we what we have coming up. Um, this weekend we talked about it's the barbecue class, uh, and that's gonna be Friday, Saturday. Um, you so know, my goal. That I've got, and I've got to, whew, i got to do better. I hadn't won a state contest this year. I've been close a few times, but I've got to get a win so I can qualify. I think when I looked yesterday, I pulled out the calendar. I was like, man, I've only got seven, six or seven more opportunities before the, you know, the, the, the world SBA World Championship. Yeah. And you have to win your way into the World Championships. Well, they always have, like, they take the top ten that didn't qualify yeah, usually get to go. That's still winning and, your way in. Yeah, that's still winning your way in. So I got to get, I need, 
think it's 16 or 17 ticket. more points or a ticket. I've got my World Foods. i got the points to qualify. I've already paid my money. I've booked the condo. I'm going to World Foods. And I'm going to cook steak. And we've got some barbecue contests coming up, but I'm not so sure that I'm not going to skip out on a couple barbecue to go double up and cook steak. Because with these steak contests, they're running some weekends where you can... It's it's feasible. It's it's a little driving involved, but I can cook on Friday. Cook one know, steak contest on yeah, Friday. Yeah, on Friday night, location. I can jump, load up, jump in the truck, go come back home, and then be at the next place the next morning. All these are within three hours. So you're talking about doing it. one steak contest, one location on Friday night, one on Saturday, and then do, and then maybe possibly one on Sunday. There's one weekend. With oh, really? I don't know if I, I don't know if we're gonna pull that one off. <laughs> that'll be that'll be tough. But there I are. I like a when couple. you get the uh, the tiger. That's me, the old tiger man. <laughs> when you decide you when you buckle down and decide I'm fixing to win this one, you usually, you know, you get somewhere. Well, That's what you did last year. It, it was earlier in the season you decided to buckle down and get you a ticket. And I did. And you did. Yeah. Well I'm gonna get me one. I've got six, seven tries and I mean ain't nothing to do it. I, I gotta do it. What is nothing to it but to do it. That's so, what I was trying to yeah. say. Next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the next weekend is the first of the six or seven tries, right? Yeah, and it's uh, the Variety Club in Memphis, Tennessee is holding another many, SCA event. How many people do they have signed up for that contest? I don't know, but I guarantee you they'll have 35. They may have more than that because they're doing, for the first time around this area, they're, they're, they're adding a second category, and it's ribs. And I think, you heard it here, that the ribs category is going to grow in the SCA because it's, I mean, ribs are a one-day cook. You don't have to bring a big rig to cook Everybody them. cooks ribs. That's yeah. the one thing everybody can do. I think it's a no-brainer for them to add ribs. And the deal with their ribs at Variety Club, and I don't know if all of them are going to be this way, but you bring your own. I would really rather see uh, Rand just like the SCA where they've got a table full of ribs, supply. everybody gets two slabs, just the same way we pick out our steaks. And then you got so many hours cook those ribs and turn turn in six bones, and so they are doing the six bone turn in. But I think garnish, you, uh, no garnish, no. It's just meat in a box, awesome, cooked to perfection. Is it any not rib? compared to anybody else? Judged on its own merit. No second round, one judging score. They'll have a decimal to you know break ties and all that. So um, you can at this one you can cook loin backs or you can cook spare ribs. Okay. Being in Memphis, I'm not going to tell everybody what I'm cooking. <laughs> so I'm going to bring both. And I'm going to, yeah, we're going to, I'm not going to tell. The Killer Hogs are going to try to win this rib cake. So are you, are y'all, because you, you and Waylon are both going to cook a steak. Are you and Waylon both going to cook ribs? We're tag teaming ribs. You can do ribs. separate categories. Uh, we're only going to do one turn-in box for ribs. And uh, I'll probably just. I signed it up under Waylon's name. I don't. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't care about the trophy. What's the What's the prize money on the rib? Mm, I think it's three hundred bucks. Okay, which isn't bad. It's fifty dollars. Yeah. Well, that's one reason why I didn't do two. <laughs> it's fifty dollars to enter ribs, and it, call, and it pays three hundred. Yeah. So I was like, well, why would I ribs. pay a hundred for a shot at winning three? You know, that's not fifty bucks for a shot. That's okay. But we also we're both entering steak, so we got two shots at at winning the grand there. So. Yeah. Steak money. I'm telling you, steak prize money is where it's at. I mean, <laughs> what's the, the prize money on the steak? Thousand bucks. What did you call? What did it cost you to enter that contest? Mm, Hundred fifty bucks, I think. 
150 bucks, and they supply your meat. Yeah, that's all you need is your grill and charcoal and 150 bucks, and you're in. You got your steaks, that's turn it. them in, get your check. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Get your check. Get your check. So Labor Day's coming up. Yeah, and that's always, you know, the last barbecue grilling holiday, they say, of the season. Um, Whatever. People man, we grew more... Grand. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> this, ain't, this, ain't no May, this ain't Memorial Day through Labor Day. Our... But it is, a big, it is a big push for grilling, you know. Yeah. That's when they close all the community pools and all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, people cook a lot for the holidays. Our holiday recipes get a lot of play. So, yeah. I know people are still cooking after Labor Day, but... Labor Day's coming up. You usually try to do a big recipe for big holidays like that. Any ideas on your Labor Day recipe? Well, you know what? I talked with uh, Cosmo, Darren, the other day. And he's thinking about coming from Oklahoma over here. to. He, he likes what we're doing with these uh Well, he has know, his own YouTube video. channel. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it would be great. It's going to be a kind of a collaboration. Get him to come over and show me some of that Oklahoma, some of his style. Uh, let you know. Let him do a recipe, and That'd be awesome. we'll probably release that for Labor Day. I'm wanting him to do something with beef. I don't really care what he does. He's got some great stuff, and his videos are good. Uh, so I know he can cook. He, he, you know, he's won the SCA World Championship. Yeah, he's a world champion steak cook. The the year we went out there, he won. So I don't know what recipe. The first year. I pretty much told him, man, whatever you want to do, you can. We'll do it. Just let me you know. Come on over, and we'll hang out, and probably have a few cold ones, and talk barbecue you know i'll probably well, try to get him to come on the podcast yeah. when he's here um so we'll you know i think it's gonna be fun and i'm looking forward to that actually um you know labor day I always i always start thinking about football this time of year so i've got to i've got to come up with some more football food ideas hard, hard knock started last night yeah okay. this week yeah I, we watched it oh, well, we man, watched it last night i guess it's it time i got my fantasy football draft coming up i gotta always do a big spread for that that's going to be, uh, what did I say? I was, did I tell you what I was going to do this year? You've changed oh, it. Oh, no, saying. it's going to be you said wings a wing thing. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do, maybe ribs. I don't know. I was thinking about just doing a ton of smoked wings. I'm talking about all different kinds, maybe some vortex, some smoke, getting out the big deep fryer. The Cajun fryer? Yeah. The, yeah. The, what's, what's that called? It's a, it's a Cajun. Yeah. Whatever. Cajun works. That's yeah. what it is. Cajun it's works. I got one of those double and... basket fryers that runs on propane. Um, man, I'm, I think that's what I'm gonna do, and just I may do some ribs too. Those guys like ribs. Well, somebody has a birthday coming up. Yeah, Michael does. It's <laughs> do something for him, right? We're going steak cooking for his birthday. Yeah, I was talking about you. Oh, Malcolm's gonna be, I'm gonna be 29. Yeah, <laughs> on Wednesday. Yeah. How old are you really? Uh. Let's just say I'll be about Richard Petty old. No, I mean, whatever his race car number was, I don't remember. You might be 39 or 44. It ain't 44. 43? There you go. Okay. Man, that's old. <laughs> I'm getting old, y'all. No, it's all good. It's like wine. It gets better and good it whiskey. It does. It does. All right. But, uh, yeah, that's what we got coming up. I've yeah. got to do a recipe next week, but I really hadn't. I gotta pull my list out because I was thinking about trying something different, maybe doing some question and answer videos, or I don't know, something other than a recipe. Hey, you never know. We, we got a couple days it. to figure it out. Yeah. I gotta do this barbecue class, and then we'll uh, jump on something. It is my birthday week, man. I don't get a week off. 
I can't even get boss to give me oh, a week now, off. Now you want. Now yeah, you want to that's what I want. You asked me what I want for my birthday. I just need some time off. No. You just came off I'm your just... vacation. <laughs> you can't make somebody work on their birthday. You can have Wednesday off. Okay. That don't help. <laughs> 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 but no, it's, it's going to be a, a, a fun football season too. Yeah. We'll do a lot of football recipes. Those are, those are some of my personal favorite. They're usually quick, they're easy, and they usually have a lot of flavor, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat football cooking. Yeah. It's that time of year, it buzzes in the air. I don't get excited about any other sport as much as I do football season. It seems like it's been forever now since since it was over. And, and now we have uh, I've always got hope that the, that the Rebels and the Vikings are going to do it again. The Vikings had a great year last year. Yeah. So we'll see where they go this year. I don't know. We got and now we have sports betting. And we got sports betting in Mississippi. That could be dangerous. <laughs> Maybe we need to do a remote. I don't know if they let us record down there. At the casino. I've heard there. I've heard you know, Samstown's building a big thing uh, um, upstairs, uh, like a lounge type area for sports betting. So you Gold Strike's doing one. I'm sure all of them. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna be. They're, they're hoping that revitalizes the Tunica area. Yeah, I don't know if it's good or not. I mean, hey, I don't need to be betting on sports because I've done it before. Man, you can. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a problem with it. It's just a lot of fun. Well, Mount, that's pretty much all I had on my list to talk about. Do you have anything else you wanted to... No, I think, uh, you know, thanks everybody for listening today. It's been another fun episode of How to Barbecue Right, the podcast. And we appreciate y'all listening. You can find... Uh, if you, I mean, if, you hadn't, if you're not listening to us on iTunes or the... Uh, how... how where can they hear it? Yeah, where yeah. can they hear it, Shell? Because I know you can, I, I usually punch it up on iTunes. But yeah, uh, iTunes, um, Google Play. We're pretty much everywhere the podcast is. But Find it on the website. Yeah, if you're listening. You found you, it. You found us. Share it with your friends. Um, tell them how great it is or how bad them. it sucks. I don't care. <laughs> Just we spread are. the word. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a lot of fun with it. And tell yeah. everybody about the app, though. Yeah, the app. That's we the app for We got to recoup some money there. Yeah, how are we going to do that? It's free. <laughs> but thank y'all for listening today. It's been a fun podcast. Uh, Shell, where can they find us? You can connect with Malcolm uh, at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and that's at How to Barbecue Right. If you want to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram and Twitter, specifically Instagram. Yeah, because you that's that's pretty much just a place for you to put pictures of her dog, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like your Instagram page. It's very, you know, you take some really good photos, Shell. You're doing a really good job. <laughs> I feel like you're patronizing me. <laughs> it is my birthday coming up. I got I got to do a little patronizing. I'll put but some y'all have a good you week and uh, I'll put some pictures. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's some threats there. <laughs> but y'all have a good week out there, and we'll see y'all next week.